Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andros. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It is a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom, reconnect with your authentic self, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring what it means to live a soul-led life. We'll talk about sacred practices, spending time in nature, ceremony, ritual, and in the now crystal wisdom. Along the way, you will discover practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Lori A. Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the 2024 crystal forecast. So first, Happy New Year. Welcome to this new year. Um, Not sure how you're feeling about being in a new year, but I am feeling really excited. (laughs) I feel like last year just was... It was a lot. It was really a lot for me. Um, I felt like I really dug in deep and did a lot of um, healing work with my physical body. And um, that obviously ripples into many um, energetic layers and emotional layers and lots of other things. And so stepping into a new year just feels very refreshing right now and feels like a clean slate to me. Um, as we talk about today's, as we sink into today's conversation, we're going to really focus on the crystals that will be our allies throughout this coming year. So we're going to talk about the ways that they're going to show up um, and some of the things that they've already kind of illuminated um, as to what their role is going to be and how they like to support us. Now, each year I do a crystal forecast. I've been doing this probably for close to a decade. I'm not entirely certain, maybe even longer. Um, but for many years, I've been sharing um, sharing what the what the allies are going to be for the coming year. I do have done it as both a blind draw, you know, of crystals and stones, and most recently I've been using my own card deck, which will be coming soon. So stay tuned if you've been waiting for them. I know many of you have. Um, They are coming really, really soon. They are in the process of um, book layout and some other, you know, bits and pieces that have to be formatted before going to print, but soon, very, very soon. (laughs) I feel a very big exhale um, around that. So if I'm thinking about, you know, things that I want to celebrate from this last year, finishing that project um, feels like a very significant one to me. And as we move into this crystal forecast, obviously the messages from that deck are really what is informing what I'm going to share and um, informing the the perspective of how the crystals and stones are really speaking and, and speaking through me as their ally for bringing voice to what they want to share. 
for us as a collective. So this reading is a collective reading. It reflects the collective themes and collective storylines, and it reflects the allies that will support us as a collective. Now, often people will say to me, hey, Lori, can I do a reading for myself? Or can I have you do one for me? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, you know, to both of those. Absolutely. If you feel compelled to dig in and do your own crystal forecast or other sort of oracle or tarot or other sort of divination forecast for the year, please do. I think it's a beautiful way to just guide ourselves along the year and recognize maybe where we have growth edges, what we can lean into for support and deeper insight, and how we can navigate some of the ups and downs that just naturally unfold in our life experience. And if you do want to have me do a reading for you, I'll pop a link down below in the show notes and you can check that out, what that looks like. Um, I am opening space for five readings um, in this coming year. And if you're one of them, I would love to connect with you for that. All right, so let's dive in. 2024, the first thing we're looking at is that 2024 is the number eight in numerology. And that to me, as soon as I hear that, I hear that um, I land in the energy of personal power and empowerment and what is our relationship to power. And I think the energy of power opens or the word power itself actually opens up so many layers of conversation. And we're not going to delve into all of those because we're focusing on the crystals and crystal allies for right now. But um, I think that's another conversation that perhaps we should open a door to in the in the future. But it is something that when I'm running programs and classes and workshops, it often comes up. Because as we're on a journey of healing and self discovery and inner exploration, our relationship to power inevitably is a part of embodiment. It's a part of really embracing who we are and what our relationship with ourself is. Is it healthy? What does that look like? What does healthy mean for us? So keep that in your awareness as we move forward. Now, as we sink into this year, I think part of what's coming forward in our relationship to power is how do we walk with peace, in peaceful power? How do we hold our power in a way that feels incredibly peaceful and deeply grounded and rooted, coming not from an external source, but rather an internal source? And I think as we kick this off, right away, the crystals that showed up as the ally for the entire year, there's two of them, I think they really illuminate what that dynamic is going to be about for us. So the first crystal that showed up was actually clear quartz. Mm, I think that's amazing. Like clear quartz uh, often asks us to get really clear about what we desire, what we dream of, what are our intentions in life? How are we wanting to create our experience of life? What is our the the, the the what is the dynamic and the belief and the energy that we hold around that? It invites us to slow down, to get grounded, to really go within and listen closely. It encourages us to step back from the external world and the noise and all the energy that's out, you know, out in the world and really listen to what is within. 
What does our voice of inner wisdom and knowing want to express? The other thing about clear quartz is that it offers clarity. Lots and lots of clarity. So the the confusion that sometimes shows up when we're you know, in that dance between what's happening in the outer world and what's happening in our inner world. It really helps us to gain clarity, to listen and to see clearly. It's also an amazing ally for being present on the earth and connected with the divine. And I'm getting a bit of a giggle right away because this seems to be a theme as we round out the, not only move to the next crystal for the year, but as we round this um, this forecast out, being deeply connected with the earth and fully connected with the divine, that is a beautiful um, beautiful way to be embodied and present and um present within our sense of power and really holding it and owning it and walking with it in meaningful ways. Now, the next crystal that showed up for the year, there's two of them this year. I think that's kind of fascinating. The next one is selenite. Now, I have to say that both of these crystals, neither one of them surprised me as an ally for the year. Um, They've been showing up for me for the past couple months um, in the Living the Art of Ceremony program. They have been showing up there and really, um, really active and alive and um, a part of the energy that's unfolding there. And what's funny is that one of the themes we had most recently delved into was the relationship with power. And both of them showed up as allies during that time for some of the practices that we were doing. So to have them pop up here in this reading, it just felt like, oh yeah, that that feels about right. That feels really good. And you know, the other thing that I think is really amazing is that there's super high vibe crystals and they invite that energy of attuning to a higher vibration um, in whatever whatever's unfolding in life and really to help us tune into a higher vibration but also land it let it be grounded and deeply present here now selenite the thing that i love about selenite is that It calls us into um, our own tower of light, to really be our own beacon of light and to anchor our light within, to let it be activated here on earth. Um, Again, to be deeply grounded and connected with the earth while also being connected with the divine and letting that channel of energy, that channel of light flow through us to light up the earth, to let our divine light illuminate the earth. The other thing that I find interesting about selenite is that while it's this beautiful, pure white, very soft, um, soft in on the scale of hardness stone, um, I think it's a three, so it's very soft. Um, (laughs) While it is a very uh, high vibe, light, white, um, you know, that pure energy light stone, It is also a very protective energy. It offers a protective energy to encompass us and hold space in our world. And that to me is really exciting um, because I think what that'll help to do is support us in really filtering external noise and really 
tuning in, really listening within. And really, you know, the, the phrase that's in my head right now is just moving to the beat of our own drum, like really being able to do that in a way that feels authentic and natural and, um, and organic. All right. So once we move um, from that, the, the phrase that came through as I was just sitting with this, um, and it really felt like a, a phrase for the year, was to be here now. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Be here now to let yourself just fully land in your life, knowing the beauty, the importance, the significance that is you. To be here now. To be with your power, to be with your presence, with your love and full awareness. To be here now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So January, <laughs> I almost giggled when I saw this one pop in. Um, actually, I did giggle when I saw this one popped in because, because I feel like the last couple of years, we've just had such a slow roll into the new year. As the new year, you know, the, the clock turns, <laughs> changes, the calendar changes. Um, it feels like it's been kind of just sluggish to get going in the new year. And when this crystal for January showed up. I just had this immediate feeling that huh, we are gonna, we are just gonna hit the ground running with this year, <laughs> and it feels like that. So the crystal that showed up was Star Cluster Aragonite. This to me is just oh gorgeous. I love the ways that the the crystals themselves just expand out from the very center of um, what feels like a core. I always feel like it feels like a little ball in there and they're stretching outward. And to me, this is a stone for anchoring our light within. So selenite crystal of the year is saying amplify your light here on earth. And star cluster aragonite, our ally for January is saying anchor your light within and then let it radiate out into the world and really know the beauty and the power of your own light. A couple of the messages that came forward were about letting ourselves look back upon the the parts of ourselves that you know had different experiences in our life you know the younger versions of ourselves to look back on them with love and compassion and to if it feels like we need to offer some forgiveness to do that, to let ourselves be free of the past and really fully be embodied. So Star Cluster Aragonite asks us to really anchor all of our light within by embodying all of who we are. That means embracing every facet of self with love and compassion and full awareness. And that's pretty cool. Then in February, we are met by Sodalite. I love Sodalite. This is such a great ally. <laughs> oh, um, it is one that really calls us to walk through the portal of our own becoming, to step forward into um, into the truth of who we are. You know, I think the the ongoing journey of life is a journey of becoming, but there are significant points along the way, milestones, for example, where we recognize we just really stepped into some aspect of ourselves and really claimed an aspect of who we are. Maybe it's a part of our personality or a gift that we have or um, a new 
way of walking in the world. And when we do that, we, we step through a portal, leaving behind what's complete and really embodying another aspect of ourselves. And Sodalite really is here to help us cross that threshold with grace and ease. And so when I look at this as an ally for February, you know, I think one of the couple things come to mind. One, we're at the midpoint of the the winter season at, at the beginning of February. We are at a point where um, we're really like really just getting over that initial hump of of the the new year and after anchoring our light within there's there's a tra- there's a there's a transition that happens we begin to expand in some way and move forward and and this feels like it's really going to support us in that the other piece that was really significant as i tuned into sodalite was around being able to filter the words, the voices, the thoughts, the projections, the energy of other people about who you are and really listen to your own truth about who you are to embrace that and to love up on it, to receive that. And then with that energy of like knowing the truth of who you are, step into your becoming. Mm. Feels really powerful. I'm going to be curious how that's going to play out on the collective level as we navigate further into the year. But um, but it definitely has piqued my interest as to what's going to unfold. All right, the next um, month, March, we welcome pre-night. Huh, we also meet the spring solstice or the spring equinox, pardon me. <laughs> and, you know, to me, when we hit spring equinox, we hit the point in the year where there's this, the well, the energy really shifts and we begin to feel that like spring, spring excitement, spring energy. And while here in, you know, northern Wisconsin or, you know, central Wisconsin, we're kind of in this place of, you know, spring isn't quite here yet. It might take a little time to catch up. But the energy of that fresh green life is there. And we are being met by pre-night in the month of March. Now, the thing about pre-night is that it invites us to return to our true nature, to really embody and embrace our true nature. And it really inspires the energy of getting outside, spending time in nature, and really discovering what how nature reflects back to us the truth of who we are, the beauty of who we are, the power, and the ways that we uniquely walk in the world. All right, in April, we meet Dan Bright. Now, this one really piqued my interest because a couple of years ago, Dan Bright was actually the crystal of the year, the crystal ally of the year. And it's a it's a crystal that supports us in creating connections with the divine and most specifically with the angels um, and that angelic sort of energy. And I thought this was so interesting. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because we've just had January, February, March, all really focusing on the embracing of our inner wisdom, really anchoring our light within, listening listening within, returning to our true nature. And then all of a sudden the crystals are saying, hey, pay attention outside of yourself. Lean into the support of your angels and guides. And I found that fascinating because it just felt like kind of almost a little twist or a little dance that um, it felt unexpected to me. 
And so when I leaned in and asked Dan Bright and asked the crystals what, what this is about, they emphasized something really important. And this piece is that we have the greatest clarity of connection with the divine and with our angels when we are wholly embodied. And the, the energy of really leaning into that support, welcoming that support, you know, celebrating it, um, asking for help um, wherever we're needing it in life, you know, from the simple things to the big things like, hey, I can't find my keys to I need some financial support this month, you know, the, whatever it is or health wise or whatever is unfolding, <laughs> let yourself lean in. And that beautiful reminder of knowing ourselves and being really true and pure to who we are, it helps us clarify how, how and what to ask for. Uh, it supports us in being really focused in our energy rather than very scattered and confusing. And it, it creates a space for the angels and our guides and allies and the divine to support, show up for support in meaningful ways. And that to me is really exciting. So as we hit April, that beautiful first full month of spring, we are going to be enjoying the energy of welcoming the divine and welcoming angelic support. All right, then we hit May. Hmm. I just love the month of May. I love the energy of May. It um, To me here in Wisconsin, it always feels like spring. <laughs> that is in my, in my world, an, a month that just, I feel like life, everything comes to life. It begins to come to life. And we're going to be met with the Moki Marbles. Love these. They are such a great ally for really tuning in and clarifying how we can live in balance. What does balance look like? What what does it look like for each of us? Think for yourself, what does a balanced life look like for you? Each one has each one of us has a different answer to that. And as we work with the Moki Marbles, it's going to invite us to really consider the places where our life has become out of a natural rhythm, where we've come out of um, a place of balance, and to restore that in one way or another. Um, it says to really, one of the messages that I wrote down was, align your life with what you truly value. That's so important. A balanced life reflects that. It's not always real easy, but when we really get to know what we value, our life begins to shape itself around that. And how perfect as we're moving through this year of really anchoring our light within, crossing the threshold of our becoming, um, really returning to our true nature, leaning into the support of the angels, clarifying our balance feels like a natural next step aligning with what we value and then also remembering that we can ask for support in aligning with it what a great first couple months of the year and great allies for it all right so june we have sunstone oh my goodness talk about a fun fiery hot stoking our inner fire stepping into the sun sort of energy Sunstone is so much fun. This is who we are meeting up with in June and how perfect for the um, summer and the summer solstice. It feels like such an expansive energy. 
when I sat down to track and tune into what messages wanted to come forward, one of the first things that my awareness was brought to was a trip that Chris and I took in 2017 when we drove across country with our little camper and um, up into the Pacific Northwest and then into Vancouver Island. Um, we took the ferry across from Washington uh, to Vancouver Island and then we spent some time there where, and went to Tofino. While we were in Tofino, I photographed sunstone and it just came alive there. And I will say that on, on this trip, there were many places where we really felt alive, but in Tofino, something really special happened for us. There was like something clicked in energetically for both myself and Chris. And I think the sunstone to me really reflected that energy of just feeling at ease and natural and really like in the joy of life. And in, for us, it was, you know, in the joy of that journey, that adventure that we were on. But I think what it's asking or inviting for us in the month of June is to consider what really makes us feel alive. What makes us feel alive and joyful? What brings our inner true nature to life? What makes us feel like our fire is stoked and nourished and, and able to be expressed. Yeah, I think that is um, going to be a really interesting month. The other thing that's kind of, you know, taking through my mind um, about that particular stone and that point in the trip um, is that we were camping at a campground where um, I pulled out on the picnic table all of the crystals and stones that I had brought with me. <laughs> I don't know how many it was, but it was extensive and it filled the picnic table. <laughs> it was so funny, you know, all of these crystals and stones laid out just absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I think about the joy of that. For me, that was a big part of that trip and a big part of that experience on on the island and um, with that, with Sunstone itself, the, the joyfulness that was there in being really engaged in what makes me feel alive. And, you know, I want that for you. And I know that's a sunstone is saying, hey, pay attention in June. What really makes you feel alive? And let yourself be fully immersed in it. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. All right. Then in July, in July, we are meeting with Spirit Quartz. Spirit Quartz is such a great ally for circling up with our um, our, our like soul family and really letting ourselves like be embraced by like-minded people to gather together to bring things forward in the world in meaningful ways. And um, that is an exciting energy to step into in July. A community, connection, spending time with people you love and adore and who love and adore you, people who recognize the the unique gifts that you bring to the world. And sometimes that's not the ones that you most want to see reflected out in the world. Sometimes it's the ones that are a little bit deeper in that need to be unearthed. And, and connecting with our spirit family, that supports us in really letting those unique aspects emerge in meaningful ways. All right, then in August, such a happy stone. <laughs> 
<laughs> in August, we greet Chrysoprase as our ally. And it is a stone of hope and like anticipation and like connecting with possibilities and letting ourselves really oh, connect with what's possible to imagine beyond what we've been conditioned to think is possible for our life. That is such a great um, energy for August. In September, we have Micah showing up. I like this for September. Um, gosh, you know, as we lean into September, we meet with the fall equinox, summer comes to a close, and we make that shift into the fall season, that season of harvest, the season of letting go. And often with that comes some reflective energy. And that reflective energy is around what worked, what didn't work, what's going well, what am I harvesting? Does it reflect what I wanted? Does it reflect what I planted? And Micah helps us to gain some clarity in that area. It's also what I call the mirror of emotional truth. It really helps us gain clarity um, with, with regards to what emotions are our own and what emotions belong to other people. And that's not always an easy thing. It can be really challenging to discern our own emotions from others and and especially when they're really up in the collective. And I, I think, you know, one of the things that's coming to mind is that in the North Woods, where I often love to spend my September, um, it gets it's it's a rainy season up there. And rainy energy to me often brings a lot of emotion and kind of that dampness that sometimes comes with emotional energy. And I find that Micah helps to cut through that, to break that energy up, and to really help clarity to um, help clarity emerge along the way. So this is one that I'm excited about being in being an ally for in September. Then in October, we meet with Ammonite. Hmm. The spiral of awakening. This the stone crystal oh, <laughs> fossil fossil is really a great ally for um, the journey that we're taking and being able to remember that we're on. It's a spiral path. It's not linear. And when we have Ammonites show up, it's really inviting us to recognize that while sometimes we may be seeing something that's, you know, old and an echo from the past, it's not what's really unfolding right here. And it helps us to kind of discern and to recognize that we have new wisdom to move forward and that our experience is continuing to unfold in a beautiful rhythm and that we are we are growing, we are expanding, we are evolving in meaningful ways. As we move into November, we welcome Magnetite. And Magnetite says, hey, it is time to unleash your magnetizing magic and to really call forward what you want in your life. It reminds us that we are co-creators of our life and reality. We work with spirit to create our experience. It really places that a sense of ownership in our ability to create our world and to move forward in dynamic and meaningful ways. As I sat down with Magnetite, it gave me a question to invite you to consider. 
How do you wish to experience your life? And not from the quick answer of your mind, but from the deep soul felt energy of what, what is really within you. How does your soul long to experience life? And really listen to that. And then with that knowing, with that awareness, allow that to be magnetic in your field and draw into your life ha, a new reality, a new experience, a dynamic that reflects what's most aligned for you. All right, then in December, we have two crystals, and I'm really excited about the two that showed up. The first one is Blue Lace Agate, and it invites us to really um, discover the beauty of our inner silence. And, you know, as we're moving into the winter season in December, I feel like this energy of really embracing the beauty of just our own quiet, our own, you know, well of wisdom that lives within and then being able to feel supported and with alleviating fears and doubts and insecurities about how we express ourselves. Blue Lace Agate is such an incredible ally for expression and it's one that brings a sense of grace and ease and deliberateness to it, a clear energy that is supportive and empowering. It is also one that supports us in really mending relationships, ones that have been strained or stressed and finding the right words to soothe them, to be a balm for the places where it's been challenging or difficult in the past. And then the other crystal that's showing up in December, which if you circle back to that giggle that I had about selenite at the beginning of this journey, we have kyanite. And kyanite, much like selenite, is really a great ally for bridging the worlds, for being deeply connected with the earth and connected with the divine. And this is what's really important for us as we move through this year, really feeling like we can be fully present in the physical world, to feel safe and connected and supported, aligned, allowing ourselves to connect with the divine while also being present on the earth. So one of the things that I had written down was your connection with the spiritual realm, along with your ability to ground this connection here on earth, serves as vital nutrients in the soil of humanity. Yeah, I feel like that's such a great guiding phrase, not only for the close of the year, but for the year in its entirety, to recognize that your presence here on earth serves the soil of humanity. Let your connection with the divine and with the earth really be nourished to be the nutrients that we need here in the world. So I hope you enjoyed this crystal forecast. I invite you to write this all, write down the crystals and stones and create a nice little list for yourself and kind of some highlight messages. Maybe do your own digging about what they want to share with you spend some time with them and um, discover what wants to emerge. And if you'd like to have me do a forecast for you, pop on over to my website. There's a link down below. I'd love to do one for you. I wish you an absolutely beautiful day, my sacred friend. And as always, shine brightly. (laughs) Bye for now. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. If you like what you heard and would love to hear more, be sure to subscribe. And if you have a question for me about the creative process, sacred practice, ask me anything. Pop it in the comments or the reviews on Apple Podcasts. I'll be sure to work it into future content. Wishing you a beautiful day. Shine brightly. Shine brightly.